So they are sewing these women up before they even reach the point where they have a period. Correct. Well, or around that time, right? So it depends. Mm. Uh, and then what ends up happening is they can uh, cut these kind of ropes mm -hmm. uh, when it's time to have sex or tear it when you're having sex. This is Sexy Funny Raw, where we chat all about the world of sex, from dating and relationships all the way to the adult industry itself. I'm Sylvia Sage, and this is my Pornspective, answering all the questions you weren't even brave enough to ask Google. Get ready, because Sexy Funny Raw starts now. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Sexy Funny Raw. I'm, of course, your host, Sylvia Sage, and joined in our new studio is Dr. Eddie, giving us his public health perspective. This episode, we are getting into something that is very important to talk about because I don't think I even realized this was happening in the world and it's and it's happening to an astounding amount of women and that is it's hard to even say folks but genital mutilation so Dr. Eddie kind of um I guess fill us in on this because I don't know a whole lot about it I don't know where it's happening I don't know how it's happening and I don't know what is happening to these women so let's Let's dive into this, okay. shall we? Well, so female genital mutilation, which is currently what it's called via the World Health Organization and the CDC, mm -hmm. um, used to be called female circumcision. Mm -hmm. There's female cutting. So all of these are variations thereof. Mm -hmm. um, as far as the World Health Organization is concerned, uh, female genital mutilation has four different types. Three of them are quite severe, one much less severe. So type four is much less severe. Um, those Four different types, however, all have some sort of mutilation component on female genitalia. Is this happening at birth? Is this happening? So it's mostly happening as a rite of passage. So um, around 13? So it, it's going to depend, right? So it could be a little bit younger than that, or it could be a little bit older than that. And it's really going to depend on where we're talking about. Okay. And so this is... Uh, I don't know if common is the right word, but it, it certainly happens in a lot of regions in Central Africa okay. and the Middle and parts of the Middle East as well. Okay, is it happening? So when you're saying like it's coming, like a coming of age, does this is this becoming like a virgin to not a virgin type of situation? So this is to make sure that you are pure in a lot of instances, right? So it's so to make sure she hasn't had sex, correct. first off. Right, and so okay. we're talking about a pretty young age. In a lot of other countries, you often get married a lot younger and have sex a lot younger and all mm -hmm. of those kind of pieces to mm -hmm. procreate a lot younger. And so depending on which type we're talking about, out of the four types, mm -hmm. um, they can be pretty dramatic and really do mutilate the female genitalia. Uh, and it is happening, uh, not just there, but the reason I think it matters for our audience that's here in the U.S. that's probably asking why on earth would I want to know about this um, is because the U.S. has a lot of people coming from all over the world. Mm -hmm. And so not knowing that it's happening can be really problematic when we don't know other people's potential experience. Mm -hmm. And there's also been instances, certainly in the past 10 or 15 years, where it's happened here in the U.S. for people that felt culturally that it was necessary based on where they come from, mm. right? And so people have left, lost their licenses. There's been a lot of laws put in place. Because it was happening in hospitals? Not in hospitals per se. We're not talking about mass amounts of people, but okay. we're talking about uh, like a dad brought in his two young girls because they immigrated to the U.S. and this is what you do 
naturally and they wanted a physician to do it. They found a physician to do it. The physician did it because there were no laws in place for these things. Interesting. Now there's laws in place in 41 of the 50 states, but not all of them. Mm -hmm. And there's been instances where this has happened. What's also been on the flip side is there's recently been a couple of cases where it's happened in white Christian communities because sex equals sin mm. and those kinds of components. And so these were white Caucasian women that had it done uh, to them here in the U.S. because of religion. Okay, so when you say had this done to them, what exactly are we talking about yeah. they're having done? So there's four different types. Mm -hmm. And so... To make it simple, I'll say one removes the the clitoris, and right? What is the, I don't, I guess I just need to understand what they think the point in removing the clitoris is. So that is there going. is no pleasure in sex. And so sex is for procreation. And so getting rid of the clitoris okay. removes that. Okay. Right? Uh, and people have been mean. threatened by. Mean. Beyond mean. Mean. Uh, but complicated also, right? Yeah. Because these are cultural practices that have been consistent and happened over a long period of time. And then should we be placing our judgment on other types of cultures and stuff? I think we'll kind of wrap around back to that a little bit. But yeah. it becomes a problem when we're talking about um, removing the clitoris so that there's no... But that's not even the worst one, I don't... Mm -hmm. To be honest, I really don't think it's the first one. Mm -hmm. um, the second one is... Uh, excision of the labia and so there's a couple of things that can happen there okay um where you're removing parts i think it's not a, it, i don't want to judge which one is worse because i think they're all pretty intense yeah uh, the third i'd rather one, lose my lips and my clit let's just what be i would say there. is that the th the third type i think is the most extreme okay what that often happens is you could remove parts of the clitoris or the majora or menorah, mm -hmm. but also it gets sewn shut and allows only a small hole for urine and menstruation to come out, which creates a really serious amount of health problems. Wow. Because we women, we, uh, women menstruate for specific biological reasons mm -hmm. and the possibility for infection if you can't do things mm -hmm. the way that we're in, the body intends, yeah. um, is, it's really, really bad on the body. So they are sewing these women up before they even reach the point where they have a period. Correct. Well, or around that time, right? So it depends. Mm. Uh, and then what ends up happening is they can uh, cut these kind of ropes mm -hmm. uh, when it's time to have sex or tear it when you're having sex. And that's supposed time. to be like, that's how you know she's pure and perfect as she's been tied up this entire time. In a lot of instances, absolutely. And so to know that, there's been an obsession with female purity mm -hmm. throughout time, of course, right? And yeah. certainly for the past thousand years. Yeah. Uh, and so this was, and I don't want to place like a history on it, but mm -hmm. uh, certainly a way of making sure that that purity is taking place. Wow. So what would happen in that case? Because if she is sewn shut, she would not be able to menstruate properly. Couldn't properly. that cause a lot of bacteria and bad things happening absolutely tons yeah. of infections uh, uh the the negatives drastic the negatives for all of these realistically yeah uh drastically outweigh so uh, how is it still happening because it's cultural and it we can argue that it's somewhere else in a lot of instances there are a lot of movements against it the world health organization has condemned it um but it, it continues to happen the problem i think at least a little bit is 
Um, if you're living in a small town in a foreign country, mm -hmm. let's take it foreign first, right? Mm -hmm. If you're living in a small town in a foreign country, and if you don't get it done, you can't find a partner because no one will marry you. And you don't have any other options in this small town in this country, somewhere far away. Mm -hmm. um, then not getting it could lead to death in a completely different way mm. because you don't really have an option. And so I, it seems a little judgy, like my perspective, I think. Uh, and so that's where it becomes a little problematic. But should we, do we, should we be imposing our ideas and beliefs mm -hmm. and morals on other places when this is what's going on and has been going on there for a long time? Yes, but I think there's a difference between being morals and then being putting these people in health risk. I mean... I don't disagree. Yeah. And certainly the World Health Organization and the CDC don't disagree. Mm -hmm. um, but socially... If you don't have an alternative, I think I think that at least has to be a part of the conversation, whether we agree with it or not. So what would happen if you if you were to, you know, say so this female shut and then she doesn't wed, she's just sewn together yeah. forever until she, I guess, cuts it or rips it on her own and just decides to right. be a But she probably spinster. wouldn't do that. Right. That is fascinating. Pretty but, intense. So I, I'm I don't want to say that these are the same but when we are we have obviously mentioned in the past episodes about um, circumcision yeah so this is kind of along the same lines of uh, it's a genital mutilation of some sort definitely but I wouldn't say that the health ramifications ramifications are the same that was certainly one of the arguments for why they were pre like a lot of places were discussing it as female circumcision mm -hmm. but female genital mutilation is like the current term mm -hmm. uh, and so how we name things really matters too mm -hmm. uh, and so female circumcision kind of equated it a little bit closer to male circumcision mm -hmm. which is also problematic in a variety of ways that we've discussed but um, and it also doesn't give agency to young boys and I could mm -hmm. talk about that all day for sure um, yeah. but for for women, this is a different kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, I, they're all body modifications, so they're all kind of in the same arena. I, I guess another question I have, too, is because if we are taking away the female's clit, which that's in every one of these cases, is the clit is removed, correct? Correct. So, so it, no matter if it's one, two, three, four, whatever level it uh, well, is. Well, four is. doesn't include that. Uh, Four is type four okay. is what we're talking about because mm -hmm. there's four different types. Uh, type four, we're really talking about uh, ceremonial or ritualistic kind of prick, or where it's not okay. removing anything, it's not doing anything permanent, okay. but it's symbolic. Okay. And so that also has its own. That I can get behind. I mean, if if you have to do one of them, that yeah. would be the way to go. Yeah. Um, but it also, uh, and it's something we haven't even brought up yet, is uh, who's doing it. Mm. The like the cleanliness of how they're doing it, right? Mm. And so I don't want to suggest that people watch any of these things, but there are instances um, where instead of doing it in a sterile environment, people get lined up and are done on the floor, and they're done. It's done with glass, and it's not oh. done right. So it's really going to depend on where we're talking about in the world, okay. right? Uh, not every place like it's not hospitals that are doing these mm -hmm. things per se. But I. So I that I love knowing that information, but my question was going to be if we're removing the clip because sex is meant to not be for enjoyment. That's the that's the cause of this. Are men still having sex for enjoyment? Are they still 
are is sex for these people like you only have it when you're ready to have your fifth child you know like <laughs> that's what i'm wondering because it's not like these people aren't having sex on a regular basis or, or are they not i don't know is that i would i would probably say that that's a complex that's a complex answer mm -hmm. only because a lot of these communities that would probably do this to the female body mm -hmm. also equate the male body and the female body and pleasure in a different hierarchy well, right. where it matters more for the men. And if the man wants to get off, he can do that and he has ownership thereof of the female body. And so that's a complex one that we can't necessarily get into in a couple of minutes. Yeah. Um, but I would probably say that that's a piece mm -hmm. and certainly a big thread in the kind of environments that would probably do this to the female form. Yeah. Interesting. And I don't even know. I mean, I guess I've always had my clit, so I can't imagine not having it. But I still think at some point, I mean, a, just a, the insertion, a penis in a vagina is still going to feel good because there's still senses on the inside. Is there ever um, mutilation that's happening internally to these women? Um, not that I'm aware of. Okay. Uh, because you don't want to damage anything that's going to Could make a child. Right. Right. Uh, okay. And it still has to feel good for the penis. Okay. Probably. Well, some of these I can't imagine feeling good for the penis if you're actually taking away some of the vulva. Well, I mean, that scar tissue uh, that happens as a result of it okay. uh, creates its own kind of environment. I'm not super clear on the specifics of how it works once it's been done. Yeah. Um, only that it happens and like the health repercussions thereof. Not so much the sexual engagement post, because yeah. I've never had that conversation with someone that's either had it done or that has sex in that environment. Yeah, and yeah. exactly how prominent is this? I mean, depending on what country we're talking about, mm -hmm. it, it can be pretty common, uh, depending on what country. Now, there's not a ton of countries that are doing it, okay. but there are a few. Uh, and so that's very easy to find online. Mm -hmm. uh, the World Health Organization has very detailed maps about mm -hmm the frequency and all of those things. Is there any way for it to be undone or? It's gonna depend on which type. So the clitoris, not really. You'll never get that. Right. Uh, you can cosmetically fix some of the things. Um, and so that type of body modification does happen for sure. Mm. Um, and so a lot of people that have started to advocate against female genital mutilation here in the U.S. are people that have experienced it in, mm. and then come here mm -hmm. uh, and certainly spread the word about the repercussions and the negative effect it has on health and biology. And would they ever do it on an infant or is it only Not to my done? knowledge. Okay. Um, and so that's an interesting question. I haven't come across it being done on an infant. It's usually a little bit later in life. Uh, but there have been instances where it's done much younger than nine. Mm. Uh, but that's not the common approach. And so yeah. it's really going to depend. Uh, it's going to depend on what country. Yeah. yeah. And you said they could, I mean, you obviously said it's not a regular thing, but sometimes they'll just line women up. and. Just... Yeah. So there are uh, there are a few documentaries on it. Oh, really? Uh, they don't show you the, the young girls per se, mm -hmm. uh, but they'll... They show you everything but, okay, right? Uh, and so it, it it's really harrowing and impactful. Yeah. Uh, but it, it clearly shows that people are using sharp glass that's on the floor or 
things like that 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 create their own their own problems aside from the severity of the mutilation mm -hmm. like there's all of these other things that we're introducing that are bad as well mm -hmm. in a lot of cases mm -hmm. uh, that's not the majority from my understanding but it certainly does happen are women dying from this? women are dying from an, a variety of different types of infections dying pretty right away after this happens no not right away mm. So, so it's not a bleeding out type of situation. It's it's more of like longer along the road problems. Infection, 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 impacted, can't walk mm. down the road. Yeah, and, but there is a lot of information out there. And so I think it's important that everybody maybe do a little bit of research. If you're interested in knowing more, uh, the World Health Organization has really interesting maps. It's probably your first should be your first stop. Mm. Uh, and then from there, they'll kind of send you in a bunch of different directions a lot of the time. The CDC also has some information on it since it is happening to a limited, very limited degree here in the U.S. Mm -hmm. uh, but there's also a lot of states that don't have any laws against it at all. Really? Yeah, there's, so there's laws in 41 states now. Okay. Uh, but that's a recent, relatively recent development. A lot of the developments here in the U.S. have been very recent. Is that mainly because we didn't really know what was going on? Correct. Or? Yeah. yeah. And, well, and so we often don't think about when we're talking about the health of everybody in Illinois. We're not talking right. about like, what is the health specific needs of people that have just come to Illinois from mm -hmm. whatever part of the world, right? Mm -hmm. We don't often view it in that lens. Yeah. Uh, only when someone starts to advocate for it and say, hey, we should have some laws against it. And as a result, um, since it's been happening a little bit, mm -hmm. uh, and it's not just immigrants somewhere far away now it's happening in like christian communities because wow. sex equals sin mm -hmm. right uh that becomes scary and dangerous yeah. and so having laws in it kind of can protect us from that kind of stuff outside of like infections what are the long-term problems that will arise well i mean aside from the mental health trauma mm, of course or the never have being able so there would be no sexual health period and i know that we're so focused on healthy sexual health mm. uh there would be very limited sexual health because sexual health in this regard would only be for procreation so interesting not orgasming orgasming are really good for us we should do it all all the time wait okay i guess i just in my brain never even thought that this woman wouldn't have an orgasm ever not without a clitoris I am like my, I don't know, I don't have words for that because I guess I'm still thinking she could still have an orgasm internally. I mean, that's certainly a possibility, but that's not the majority of, that's not the majority of orgasms that happen in the world. Well, that's right? the truth. Yeah. That is definitely and so true. I know that some women have said that they can have an orgasm without any clitoral stimulation. Yeah. yeah. I guess I would follow that up with. It would be much harder yeah. and yeah. Wow. And so I don't know the specifics of, even if masturbation ever mm -hmm. comes, becomes a part yeah. of your life again, yeah. that I don't know. Um, Interesting. That I don't know for sure. I, I know that there are uh, lots of I would of love women. to talk to a survivor, honestly. And there, are, there are quite a few that have started advocacy groups mm -hmm. uh, that have helped us change our laws on these things. And mm -hmm. so if, if it wasn't for them speaking out about their experiences, we wouldn't, it wouldn't be in our laws. Yeah. And so I know that there's uh, lots of lectures and talks that they've done mm. that you can certainly look up uh, and watch and see what they say. I haven't necessarily looked at all of them yeah. to see exactly. Mm. And they probably wouldn't get into, I'm 
not masturbating anymore or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, but I advocate that masturbation, right? Yeah. And so I think masturbation is good for everybody. Yeah, and absolutely so, it is. It releases all sorts of endorphins and definitely great sleep aid and yeah. Lots of things. Yeah. For sure. So very interesting. So what about when these these women who have had this genital mutilation, what happens when they now become mothers themselves and are going to give a vaginal birth? Are they capable of a vaginal birth? So giving birth, uh, by, by the time that you've gotten to, you've been pregnant and all that stuff, you've already had intercourse, so it's been kind of reopened. Okay. Um, and it could work past that scar tissue. Okay. Uh, so it doesn't necessarily impact it that much. But when we're talking about uh, who's doing it to who, in a lot of instances, it's the women that then do this to their daughters um, because that's what they had done and that's what is the norm. Mm -hmm. And if you don't get it done, then will you find, will you be able to marry and will you be able to build a family and all of those like cultural important things? Yeah. Uh, because do you have an option if you don't do it Right. in a lot of these cases? And so the women kind of perpetuate this behavior because mm -hmm. that's what they had done and they survived and they had a family and they had a happy life. Yeah. Um, and so without doing it, do you have that option? I guess I'm just wondering, I'm going back to the childbirth and with getting through all that scar tissue, because naturally a woman's vagina at childbirth would just naturally dilate and naturally expand to let the baby's head come forward. But if this, if, her outside is all scar tissue. I don't imagine it spreading naturally and opening. I know sometimes women have episiotomies to cut yep. down to the butthole, but is that what's going to have to happen here? Is there going to it's have probably to depending cut? on the severity of the scar tissue. So it's going to depend. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I don't know specifically, mm -hmm. uh, but that would absolutely make sense. Yeah. Uh, only because that scar tissue is not going to be as flexible and, right. and all of those things. Wow. And so making sure that, the body is ready for the baby to come out. Mm. If that's the only reason that you're having sex in the first place, right. then you're going to make sure that that's in place. Wow. That, I mean, it's, it's devastating. It's interesting. Um, I'm definitely glad we talked about it and I'm glad we brought some attention to it. Uh, I, I hope that it gets taken care of. I don't even know what words to use. I, I think it's important to know that it's happening Yeah, uh, and to know that it exists because everybody's experiences and we meet people all the time that we don't know of course what's happened to them or, or what's going on. And when we're traveling, we don't know those like cultural things that are going on. And so I think it's important for us to be at a little bit of aware. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Well, I thank you so much for bringing um, awareness to this and you know, letting me in on a little bit of knowledge because I certainly had no idea so much of this was going on. So um, I appreciate you. Thank you for your time. Uh, if you guys liked what you saw here today or if you have any more questions or even topics that you would like us to discuss, go ahead and comment below. We would love to get back to them and hit that subscribe button, guys. And uh, we'll see you next time. Adios.